count down to it. Nah. You just gave me the eyes no, for when I, we were starting. I just feel like we had it in our brains to just go, hello, at That's the, same the time. empath in me. The empath in me, sensing that you're sensing, that I'm saying hello <laughs> is crazy. Wild. Just sensing the environment. Sensing the environment, dude. I like that we're always, like, looking out for cars, too, just to make sure there's no technical difficulties. I know. I saw your look. You were like... <gasps> Before we started, I was like, is there, there better not be a loud car coming <laughs> off the roof here? Because they know. I was I was gonna tell you this actually when I was editing one of the episodes Mm -hmm. there was this one time we stopped for like this loud horn you can't hear it oh like like, in the last episode yeah like you can't hear it (laughs) at all so did you (laughs) cut out the whole silent part yeah I just cut out like silence so it was (laughs) fine but it was just like so funny because it was just like it was so blaring to us but I guess our microphones are just so good they're just such good quality you can't hear the crazy loud beeps outside of my window (laughs) or we're just so loud that like we covered it (laughs) you can't even hear cars over our beautiful voices you're welcome maybe it's like a frequency thing like our voices are such on like a high frequency level that it's like it's like fine guys did you hear that one since we're talking of cars i wonder if they heard that one? one can you hear it if you guys hear it, let us know in the comments. <laughs> it's like comments where on the Instagram? Yeah. I wish I wish there was comments available. I know. I guess if we post on YouTube like we used to, I was, be a thing. I was thinking about that. You know, I don't know if you've been on our YouTube in a hot second, but oh, no. the other day I was trying to make a surprise for you, but it didn't end up working because so I couldn't find a way to rip the videos down. Okay. But I was going through our old um, stuff we posted on YouTube and I was trying to get clips to like mm. make a little real for a 50th thing Aww. but i couldn't like take the footage the way i needed to without getting ripping down the whole episode but i was making clips oh so if you go right, on our right. youtube now and you can see like some clips from some of our episodes yeah if you so, ever like want to see videos of us go to the mystery files i think it's on the link tree too yeah. on instagram at the mystery files underscore yes but now we have a couple clips on there like you know how, like youtube videos you can have clips oh they're like yeah. a, it's like a separate video but so did you make true. clips or you couldn't no i i made clips <gasps> But I was going to do, like, a whole thing where I edited a thing for you, but then I lost my access to Premiere, and I also wasn't able to download all the videos. So know that my heart wanted to do that for you, but it didn't end up working, and we didn't have time. the sentiment. That's fine. I went through, like, a bunch of episodes and made all these different clips that I was going to use, and now they're just nothing. But you can go look at them if you want. It's okay. I think we're slowly, um, it's great to talk about, like, on the podcast while everyone's listening. But I feel like yeah. we're slowly always just getting better and better by the episodes, like, yeah. production-wise, or just, like, in mm-hmm. terms of branding and things. So that's pretty cool. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure, figure out how to do out. a compilation moment. Maybe but for 100. But it's so cute. Maybe for 100. But it's cute to, like, reflect now after we've gotten past yeah. the 50th. It's just, like, so sweet. Yeah. And, like, I was looking a little bit back on our Halloween episode, our Halloween special we did the one oh, year. I it love was the cute. Halloween special. And I made a little thing of that. And then I also... <laughs> I randomly clicked on this one video, and it was the video where, remember Nick um, accidentally knocked on that window? Yeah! And, and you screamed? I screamed so loud on the podcast, and I was watching the video, and you could see him for like a minute straight tapping on the window in the old podcast studio. Oh my gosh. And I, I screamed Wait. so loud. I made a clip of it on the YouTube, so. What episode was that? Do you know what mystery that was? I don't remember Cause, now. Cause I, I think I remember editing that one, because mm-hmm. we cut to you screaming, and then it's, it's the, like, beep, beep, yeah. we'll be right back But it moment. was just so weird, because I accidentally clicked on that video, and, like, I just, like, randomly scrubbed through it to a random spot, and it was just happened to be right where I screamed, <laughs> and I was like, what are the odds of that? What are <laughs> that the odds? so funny. I know. Yeah. I was like, why was, was I yelling so like scary. that? So... Well, that's when we used to, we've talked about before in the podcast, mm-hmm. but that's when we used to film at like 11 o'clock at night. We are You and crazy. I used to be late. I know. We used to film so late. Now we're elderly and we're filming at 
six oh one p.m. Six oh one p.m. So early. It's supposed us. to be four, but we wouldn't shut up. We couldn't stop. We, we got coffee. Now we can talk talks. We have all the caffeine yeah. in our systems. But we yeah, need to, we need to keep mic packs on us at all times so we can have <laughs> exclusive content. Where yeah, it's just like pre-show. Bakers. Pre-show. At first, I thought you were gonna say. This is going to sound so stupid. I didn't think you were trying to say mic packs. I thought you were trying to say, like, we could have a pack that has, like, an IV of coffee that goes through our <laughs> bloodstream to keep us, like, going the whole time. Well, that would be good. That would be yeah. good, too. I would love that. It's a Mystery Files pack. But anyway. Yeah. I also feel like this espresso is kind of hidden, but I don't feel uh, super taking... hyperactive yet. But we'll see. I feel Lock it. Change. I feel it all in my veins. I can feel it, like, behind my eyes. Like, the caffeine. Like, the hitting. twitching? <laughs> The twi- not the twitching, just like oh. the sensation you get after you drink some caffeine. I feel behind a twitch. Your eyes. I feel a twitch everywhere in my body. <laughs> Welcome. We, you and I, for sure had a caffeine addiction in college. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm I'm still coming down from that caffeine addiction. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but but yeah. For those of you who don't know, we are the Mystery Files. Hey, what's up? We're the Summer Tapes presented yes, by the Mystery Files. We're I always, still in the Summer Tapes. I always goof that. So this is the Summer <laughs> Tapes presented by the Mystery Files, and I'm Tiffany. Yes, and this yes. is episode. I would say let me let me double check because the last thing we covered was the haunting of the Karen family. Yes, but that didn't necessarily count inside of the summer tape. So yeah. this is technically episode eight of eight. the summer tape. Hey, so we're still chugging along nicely. Still chugging along. She's right starting. on schedule. Still great. But yeah, <laughs> I'm Tiffany. That's Logan. I don't think you introduced yourself. Oh, I'm Logan. If you don't know, if you don't know, that's your Logan. first time ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm Tiffany, and you went. This is episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> My name is episode eight. I actually, I'm actually episode eight. So welcome. But yeah, for those of you who are listeners of us, I'm glad that you're here. Oh my goodness! And go check out our fun little fiftieth special. It's a two parter. Yes, and she's so cute. Good. She's fun and fresh. So welcome. Very fun. <laughs> We're gonna be doing more episodes like that soon. Yeah. It'll be my turn. You, you, you put in a hard haul of work doing Dover Demon. Like going back with two episodes. You basically just did three episodes. I basically by did three yourself. episodes, and it was fun. But I'm glad this time I get to just relax and let you take the reins. Oh, I'm very excited for what we're Yay. talking about today. I, it, I, I talked about it before, <laughs> but you've definitely, I think, talked about it in a past episode, but it was briefly. Okay, um, we've never okay. done a full case on this. Ooh, so, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Would you like to give me a drum roll? Should we just yes, run right into just it? Just do it. You ready for the drummies? Yes. Okay. This week on the Summer Tapes, we are presenting the case of the Chupacabra. Stop it. Let's That's go. so fun. Okay, I'm glad it's a Chupacabra. At first, I thought you were going to say something alien related, and I was like, no, another alien. Well, I did say Roswell, and I was like, I, was like, oh, I did can't you? do it. Did what? you say Roswell? I didn't even hear that part. No, no, no. I, oh. um, no. <laughs> the chupacabra's in Roswell. Well, that's, that's oh. a theory, because people believe the chupacabra might be an alien. <gasps> so there's um, aliens involved. There is aliens involved to some extent. Ooh, um, okay. But no, when I was looking to do this case, Roswell uh-huh. came up, but it was one of those things where it's like, <sighs> Tiffany has a pass to do this case. I'm not allowed to cover this. No, you can do anything you want. Well, in Just theory. Just like <laughs> In theory. Because yeah. there was that one time you and I did the same case, back when we were... Oh my, the La La Rona? Yeah. Is that the one? I think so. No, it was. Because I, was I literally created the whole case. And then I did it that way. And you week. did it the. I <laughs> literally. Because that's why I'm like refusing to Evil. try to move ahead. Like, I'm not going to make cases ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Because you're just going to cover it, and then I'm going to have done a case for no reason. Well, you yeah, have a week to, like, produce it. So, like, I know, you're but, good to go. But sometimes, like, if. Say I did a case one week and I'm feeling, like, extra mm-hmm. fun or something, I'll start another case. Mm-hmm. But what if you choose that case that next week? Then I'm out of luck because I just made a case for no reason. That's why I stopped doing that because <laughs> La Llorona, you took it from me. 
Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. Lala Rama was fun though. It was she a good was. One. You did good. You gave her justice. But yeah. I'm excited for a little chupacabra. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited for this one too. So just to give a little bit of like an insight, mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about a lot of different things. So um, with the chupacabra, we're gonna be talking about like the history and background of it, like we usually do mm-hmm. as cryptids are. Mm-hmm. We're also gonna talk about some sightings that are seen, <laughs> as well as talking about if they're real and maybe their brothers and sisters as well. So stop it, they have siblings. Yeah, that's cute. So we're gonna jump into all of that. So yeah, the chupacabra or chupacabras. Meaning literally goat sucker comes from the Spanish word uh, chupar, which means to suck, Mm -hmm. and cabras, which means goats, is a legendary creature in the folklore parts of the Americas, with its first purported sightings reported in Puerto Rico in 1995. So this is a cryptid that is very, very new. It is new. It's not like, which was really surprising when I was doing research for this, that Mm -hmm. like chupacabras like are a fairly new concept they're about what we're in 22 right now so they're like 27 years old in yeah. terms of being like a cryptid that is known in the america it's so close to our age too it's like it, it was made so oh my god cover it, you know like it was in college when we started high school oh my god that's cute to think oh, about that oh, is kind of go to you go to well it's just cute. interesting thinking about that already yeah because like I feel like we always go back to this, but mm-hmm. I remember watching episodes of, like, What's New Scooby-Doo, and they did one on a chupacabra. They but did. That means that, like, the chupacabra only had existed for, like, seven-some years when oh. they decided to do a chupacabra episode. That's weird to think about. Isn't that weird? Like, they did a fairly new concept, but in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, this has been a mythical legend for hundreds of years. It's so it's weird not. to think that there's cryptid cases that were once new. Like, that makes you wonder, like... Mm-hmm. What people thought of every supernatural occurrence before. Like, what did people think ghosts were before? What did people think, Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think the, the person who first saw a ghost thought? Like, that's, They said, what that's the so heck is much. that? <laughs> they said, you kept the stove on or something? What's going on? Um, but yeah, so the name comes from the animal's reported vampirism. The Jupacabra is said to attack and drink the blood of livestock, including Ooh, goats. That's creepy. Yeah, so um, I think you talked about this before on the vampire episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I think very, very, very briefly. I remember, like, briefly. There's a lot of stuff on that episode, so it's like... Yeah, you covered a lot of different things, but <laughs> I just, I feel like I remember the Jupacabra coming up. And if it mm-hmm. wasn't that episode, it we had talked somewhere. about it for, like... A sentence or two somewhere, mm-hmm. but we've never done a, a whole deep dive on it. That's so fun. I feel like, I don't know, this is, like, one of the cryptids I lo- know the least about. Really? So I'm excited to, like, hear more about it. Well, it, it's funny because, like, this, I, I said this to you before the episode, this is a cryptid mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy. Like, Ooh, probably okay. up there with Mothman and Loch Ness. Um, really? But I have, like, a different relationship with Chupacabra. Like, I don't think about it too often. But, like, yeah. when I was consuming media as a kid and seeing cartoons like Scooby-Doo, when mm-hmm. they did a Chupacabra episode, oh, I was terrified. <laughs> Chupacabra so scared scared me. It is, like, the, one of the scarier ones. Because I feel like yeah. the Loch Ness Monster, I'm like, that's cute. Mothman yeah. is, like, intimidating, but he's still kind of cute. But it's, like, funny. The idea of, like, yeah. a man as a moth. Yeah, with little red eyes. Around. Yeah. But, like, Chupacabra, that's kind of scary. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, scary, scary. Yeah, so uh, the physical descriptions of the creature seem to vary from time to time, so Mm -hmm. it has been described as reptilian and alien-like. Oh, okay. And that usually comes uh, from its first sighting in Puerto Rico and in Latin America. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people in Puerto Rico who said they have seen the chupacabra state that it looks like a reptile, like like a humanoid kind of creature, but as a reptile. Reptilians scare the heck out of me, Mm -hmm. so seeing this thing... 
Oh yeah. Um, the, we're probably gonna use this exact like picture, yeah. like for the episode title. But mm-hmm. I'll show you right now. Actually, this is what the Chupacabra cat looks like. Absolutely like, not. Just, His stance. Yeah, ew. just like beady eyes that are super big. Just like completely alienistic. If I saw that on the street, I would simply throw up and run away. <laughs> in that order. Oh my god. But yeah, so um, that's one of the things with Latin America and Puerto Rico. They think it's just an alien creature, which mm-hmm. w- would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but genuinely, as a heavy creature the size of a small bear as well, with mm-hmm. a row of spines reaching from its neck to the base down to the tail. Um, oh. So kind of dinosaurish, too, like how like they got the little spikes down the back. Wait a second. I feel like I'm making connections. Do you remember the monster on um, Monsters vs. Aliens? Like, the one monster? Yeah, yeah, the one that's, like, super jacked. He's got, like, pecs on. Yes. Or like whatever. Do you think that's what he's based off of? You know, he might be. I could see that. I think he's based off, like, a swamp creature. Maybe. Okay. But maybe, like, he talks like, about so... coming from the water. Yeah, because he also is in the sewer in some parts of it. But I'm like, do you think yeah. any of the influences that? Because I feel like that's exactly oh, what 100%. I picture. Oh, 100%. Monster vs. Aliens was very uh, cryptid-based, too, I believe. Yeah. I so, love that movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I could see that a lot. Um, <laughs> I also just think about, like, just, like, any, like, sea creature. I'm thinking, like, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Like, just things like that. Just, like, anything that comes from water. Just um, creepy little Arlie-looking yeah. guy. But the thing is, is that, like, it hasn't been... The Chupacabra... Chupacabra? The <laughs> Chupacabra, um, I believe, doesn't have any, like, relations to the water, even though it looks like a water-based okay. creature. Yeah. Like, it's been told to live in the woods. Ooh, maybe it's, like, yeah. an evolved thing. I feel like that's even just, like, more jarring. Imagine, like, you see a reptilian creature, like, in the woods, like, not near bodies of water. It's just, that's, like... That's like seeing a fish, but if it was a human walking out on land. <laughs> like, it's like, just walking to Starbucks, grabbing yeah, a quick drink. And he's, like, all slimy and <laughs> gross. Ew. Um, but other depictions of the Chupacabra, which we'll get into once mm-hmm. we do a little more deep dives, uh, also depict it as a dog-like creature. So okay. almost like werewolf kind of like, or yeah. looking more like, uh, like a big dog almost. Okay. Um, but that those stories come from southwestern United States, so that that's more sense. like uh Texas area mm-hmm. as well. Um, I feel like that's how I always pictured it. Like I pictured it like furry. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So sightings have been reported in Puerto Rico since the 1970s of a creature that has since been reported as far as north as Maine, okay. which I was going to talk about, which is just mm. so wild because it's like around the southern border of mm. the United States. People have said they've seen a chupacabra before, yeah. but it like nowhere else in any of that middle amount of states. And it's just Maine. <laughs> They're the only ones. Exactly. And they did they see the same kind of one that the people in like Texas type area see have seen? Yeah, okay. which, which is one we're going to cover in a little bit too. Like okay. there's been a couple sightings reported in Texas as well. Ooh, heck yeah. So it's been as far north as Maine and it's as far south as Chile. Wow. Um, so it's like that is a big. That's like almost not the whole hemisphere. I'm bad yeah, at geography, me but too. it is a good. Amount. That's a good chunk of the world. <laughs> Pretty good chunk. Um. But it's also been reported to have been seen in countries like Russia and the Philippines as well. But they're a little more, like, spaced out, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. They're a little more, like, every once in a while. Instead of, like, with the Chupacabra, where it's, like, very apparent it's in the Americas Mm -hmm. a good amount. So, my question is, I don't know if you have the answer to this, but the people who have seen it as, like, a reptilian and the people who have seen it as, like, a furry dog, 
Like, how are they sure that's part of the same family? Or do they think, like, there's different breeds of chupacabra and that's why they look different? I wonder what was, like, the identifying thing that, like, these are part of the chupacabra family. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, there's definitely, like, evidence um, to go along with that because a lot of people seem to disregard this mm-hmm. creature um, as being, like, anything crazy. A lot of people think it's an animal called, um, uh, I believe it's called the canid which Mm -hmm. is a biological type of dog that's carnivorous. So it's a version of a dog, basically, that is a carnivore at heart. Ew, that's crazy. Um, And so a lot of people think, like, they're mistaking this chupacabra for one of these, just like a dog that's, like, um, Mm. affected by um, mange, which is the type of skin disease that causes, like, those parasites Mm -hmm. um, that makes them almost, like, kind of going back to the Wendigo's episode, yeah. kind of like that uh, idea of just, like, unquenchable desire mm-hmm. for, like, This flesh. is reminding me a lot of Wendigo's. It also reminds me of, like, Skinwalker-type things. Like, oh, I can yeah. imagine, like, a creepy dog-looking thing standing on its hind legs, oh. walking around like a human. Which is something we should cover, too, sometimes. We should. Stuff. I feel like I've been thinking about it a lot lately, mm-hmm. so one of us is gonna have to jump on that. They got a lot of Discovery Plus original about skinwalkers right now. I, I keep going them. on there, and they have, like, 40. And you showed me that video the one day, right, of the skinwalker thing at the end of that hallway? Oh, yeah. And I didn't even see it at first, Who? and then you pointed it out, and I was like, Ugh. Yeah, the shape of its body was, like, absolutely not. Yeah, it was like some abandoned building with this thing standing in the middle of the hallway at the end. Yeah. So stinking scary. <laughs> no, literally. It's it's so interesting. It's horrifying. To think about. Um, So we're going to get into the history. Yes. Bum, bum, so, in 1975, a series of livestock killings in the small town of Mocha were attributed to El Vampirio de Mocha, which Ooh. means the vampire of Mocha. <laughs> Initially, it was suspected that the killings were committed by a satanic cult. There we go. <laughs> uh, later, more killings were reported around the island, and many farms reported loss of animal life. Mm. Each of the animals was reported to have had its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. Oh, so, that's weird. So they Sucking. were, yeah, like basically like it looked like someone bit into it almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people thought it might have been a satanic cult that like drank blood. So they thought yeah. they were taking like their, uh, what are these called? The canine teeth? The canine teeth. what it is? Biting yeah. into them. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Which is like also wild to think like a person in a satanic cult mm-hmm. would do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We talked about <laughs> MGK and... What's your yeah. face the one time? Sucking each other's <laughs> Oh my blood. gosh. Uh, the Transformers lady. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Jennifer's body. Yeah. To be drinking each other's blood. Jennifer's body. <gasps> She's a vampire. Oh my god. We didn't make that connection in the own episode, did we? <laughs> I don't know how we wow. did. Wow. <laughs> well, I was going to say something else. Um, oh, it reminds me of uh, the American Horror Story. The first half of the one season we were watching. Yeah. Like the vampire looking people thing. That that pill. Yeah, which I just think, that's why I really like the Chupacabra, because it kind of feels like it has a lot of elements of things we've talked about in the past. It's got vampires, it's got werewolves, it's got wendigos. I was going to say, it's really a call, I mean, we always do our callbacks, of course, but this is like a really good callback to our cryptids stuff, just because it's like, not even cryptids, but supernatural Mm -hmm. things we've covered. It's a lot of the similar stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. I love it. Um... But yeah, so the first reported attack eventually attributed uh, to the actual chupacabras occurred in March of 1995. So mm. even though the chupacabra goes back to 19, ugh, 1975, mm-hmm. 
it wasn't first it wasn't first reported to being like a chupacabra till 1995 so that's why okay. its existence has been known since 95 even though it's had stuff from previous yeah yeah they wanted to know what it actually was before they started putting a label on it like if you saw something flying through the sky and you knew it was mothman but no one knew what mothman was yeah kind of given that almost like who is that um but basically in march of 1995 eight sheep were discovered dead in puerto rico each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and reportedly completely drained of their blood um Mm. which is just very insanely weird like, it's just all of their blood. Yeah. Like, like there's a lot more than left. you think. Like, in a body, there's way more blood than you would think. Ex- exactly. Especially in, like, a sheep, too. Like, yeah. And especially since it was eight of them. Mm-hmm. And just, like, it, it's very weird because, like, there's also this idea of, like, oh, it could have been a family of wolves. It could have been mm-hmm. this. Like, da-da-da-da-da. But it's... sucking something dry of its blood. Yeah. Like, first off, like, mm-hmm. I, if that was one creature that was doing that, yeah. or if it was, like, more than one chupacabra doing that. How are they fitting that much blood inside their body that they're sucking? It's like a parasite or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like it's craving like all that blood, so it needs those nutrients, and it's yeah. like taking all. But that's why it's been referred to as like a vampire. Vampire. That's so and, weird. And as a goat sucker too, because mm-hmm. it like sucks the goats completely dry. Yeah. Um, which is just it's wild because also at the same time too. Mm-hmm. how would a family of wolves know to make like incisions like exactly yeah. on the chest on eight sheep like it's also very different than like studies of like how wolves do that in the first place mm-hmm. like it'd be different if wolves have always done something like that wolves but that's don't not, care they're, they'll they're, shred they bite the neck of their thing and then they mm-hmm. eat it they chew on it they're not trying to mm-hmm. get all the blood they're trying to eat the meat off something that they're attacking that's a great point i didn't even think of that yeah, yeah. whatever this thing was mm-hmm. just wanted the blood yeah, like it wasn't trying to eat all the from. meat. Their nutrients are in the blood and not the meat yeah. that they're consuming. So, like, that's weird. Yeah, um, which is just uh, really crazy. So, a few months later in August, an eyewitness named Madeline reported seeing the creature in the Puerto Rican town of uh, Canavanus, hmm. where as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed inside of this town. Aww. So, um, this eyewitness believes that this was, like, the chupacabra. Um, So Puerto Rican comedian and entrepreneur Severio Perez is credited with coining the term chupacabra soon after the first incidents were reported in the press. Shortly after the first reported incidents in Puerto Rico, other animal deaths were reported in other countries such as Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, um, Honduras, Mexico, and Nicaragua. Um, Panama, Peru, and the United States. That's so it was so, that's very a broad. lot of places. Um, which I don't believe they cover this inside of the script that I pulled from articles, but I did yeah. watch a few videos as well talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people aren't sure. I saw this through PBS as well. It was yeah. like a PBS documentary, which was really cool. Ooh, okay. Um, but a lot of people don't know if because this comedian the term chupacabras if it was just this mass hysteria thing okay. where people were just assuming like a couple of livestock being gone here and there and like lumping the sums being like oh yeah this is a chupacabra so yeah. this is another case of like hysteria. is it real or is it mass hysteria okay which is wild so i was going to say like if it wasn't mass hysteria this one seems like one of the more believable cases we've covered just because it yeah. is such a broad 
no, yeah. area of, like, sightings and yeah. stuff like that. Even though I'm, like, I feel like we've talked about before, I'm more on the side of logic sometimes. I yeah. feel, like, in my heart with this one, it just doesn't feel like a mass hysteria thing. Yeah. Like, could a couple people be, like, um, obviously being like, oh my god, it was a chupacabra when it was, like, not at all that? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But just, like, some of the stuff that's happened with just draining of, like, all the blood of these animals completely. Mm-hmm. It's only one incision. It's just too weird. Even if it is just some random animal, mm-hmm. it's still really weird. And it is I, a weird phenomenon. I feel like even going off of that, like, it would be kind of hard for this to be mass hysteria because you can debunk if someone was telling, like, a lie. Because, mm. like, this is something you could totally debunk because you would actually have proof of, like, this creature being, like, drained of blood or, like, yeah. there were certain puncture wounds. Like, it'd be different if it was just, like, my animals are dead and missing. Yeah, no, exactly. Because, like, you'd be like, okay, they just got eaten by something or Yeah, like, a wolf died. came in or, like, something yeah. may have happened. It's just, like, it's too weird that it's incisions and, like, um... It said it was three, too, mm-hmm. which is why, um, if you saw in that picture, a lot of people think it's reptilian, because it has yeah. more of, like, a, uh, sucking kind of motion, like mm-hmm. how, like, a, um, what is it, like a fly, almost, how it, like, Yeah, will, I was trying to think, yes, a mosquito, yeah. there was something very visual I was thinking of, and, yeah. like, the weird mouth, it's, like, long. So I think it's got, like, a couple of teeth in there, like, it has three, Ew. and it can just go, like, that grosses. I hate like yeah. f- like seeing up close of flies. Mm-hmm. What was it? Was there a SpongeBob episode that showed like a fly up close? Yeah, and it scared for, the heck out of me. For me, what I'm thinking about <laughs> is a bug's life. The fly, oh. how it like they made his like, like little mouth. mouth so Ew. like. Or was his nose? It was something. Why they have to make it so it was gross? Something. For why? I don't know. A Bug's Life was so good, but they they had some, they had some nightmare moments. fuel in there. They did. 100%. I was like scared of birds for a hot second there. <laughs> you know what? Scary. This is such a side tangent. Do you yeah. know my favorite scene in a Bug's Life? What? Which one? <laughs> when they're in the circus and the fire starts happening, of course, and fire. the stick, the stick bug is like running oh, like this, like. No, ah! That makes a lot of tracks. Remember when you were Because it's pure chaos. That's my favorite scene in the movie. Do you remember when you were obsessed with arson? For like yeah. that one year? <laughs> Not committing arson. Just not committing arson, ar- but joking idea. about arson. The idea of committing arson. But like as a bit. Like you yeah. weren't actually committing arson. No. Unless. No. Not at all. Listeners, I, I, I promise I have not set fire to anything intentionally. You, <laughs> you've only set fire to the rain. Hey, Adele. Watched it burn. Watched as I... Touched your face. face. Is that what those phrases? Yeah, those are the words. I touched your face. As I touched your face. Guys, we found out that we don't get copyright if we sing on yeah, here. Hey. So now we can sing. It's so fire. exciting. Now we're going to sing more. Get ready. <laughs> All right, so moving on to... <laughs> forgot this... where we were been at with this. I completely forgot. Um, This is like a very big time jump here. Okay. But there were sightings as early as October and December of 2018. Oh, um, so recent. Really recent. Heck yeah. Like, just a few years ago. Hey. Uh, many of these reports of suspected chupacabras came from Manipur, India. Mm. Uh, many domestic animals, as well as poultry, so chickens, chickens. Uh, were killed in a suspicious manner similar to other chupacabra attacks, and several people reported that they had seen chupacabras. Oh. However, a few forensic experts believe that it is street dogs that were responsible for the killing of the animals, but um, okay. they were not able to fully prove that as well. Um, Interesting. So, again, like, I, we've talked about a few times, a lot of people think these are just, like, mange dogs or mm-hmm. just, like, ravenous animals, but um, it, it, it's still, like, 
very interesting how mm-hmm. they take the nutrients of it. It's just, it's very Like, it's weird. just different. Like, even if a dog has, like, mange, like, even, like, a wild dog with mange, like, it's still mm-hmm. gonna, that wouldn't, that'd be very different than something sucking the blood of it out of everything. No, exactly, which is just, like, completely wild. Like, so, we're now going to get into Origin. Origin. Alright, so a five-year investigation by Benjamin Radford, uh, documented in his 2011 book, Tracking the Chupacabra, concluded that the description given by the original eyewitness in Puerto Rico, Madeline, um, was based on the creature, uh, Sill, in the 1995 science fiction horror film Species. The alien creature, Sill, is nearly identical to to Madeline's Chupacabra eyewitness account, and she had seen the movie before her report, and she said it was a creature that looked like the chupacabra with spines on its back and all. Mm. The resemblance to the chupacabra was really impressive, Madeline reported. Uh, Radford revealed that Madeline believed that the creature and events she saw in Species were happening in reality at Puerto Rico at the time. So oh. he thinks she was projecting like this film she saw and being like, yep. I saw this creature. Oh my. Which is very, very interesting. But yeah. I can see how, like, I can see how that could be a thing. Mm-hmm. But it also just makes me wonder again at the same time, did she see something? Because, like, yeah. If it was dark out, right? Mm-hmm. Not, 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 not to, not to <laughs> gas Madeline up real quick. But I, we should, we should be gassing her up. Heck yeah. You know, when things are really dark at night, yeah. you can't fully see what a creature looks like. Yeah. So if she saw something, Beasting on some sheep, and she can't fully see it. Like, there's no like street lights or like big stadium lights lighting up what's happening. Yeah. And she had watched the film fairly recently. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like, did your mind? Did your mind make those characteristic features or not? Yeah, especially when you're scared. I feel yeah. like you can see that kind of stuff, but. Mm-hmm. But then again, at the same time, other people in Puerto Rico said they saw what she was seeing. But it's yeah. like. Was that movie so iconic that everyone just kind of drained? Mm-hmm. Like, this thing was still happening, but they said, yeah. yep, it looks like this because of this iconic movie, which is very but interesting. also, I mean, there could have been someone really creative making that movie up, you know? Or it could have actually been seen, and that's why the movie was made. Like, it can go either way, you know? Mm-hmm. I believe it's real. Yeah. I believe you, Madeline. <laughs> But what makes this uh, case, like, still very interesting to kind of give it, like, a little more, like, fruition mm-hmm. is that uh, the reports of the blood sucking by the chupacabra have never been confirmed by, like, scientists or people who would, like, look into, like, dead yes. animals, like, who work with, like, um, ne- I believe it's called necroopsy. Okay. Um, like, the study of, like, dead a animals. dead body. Well, basically. my question, you said, so um, no one's ever studied the dead animals then is what you're telling me well no they've studied it but they've never been able to confirm what fully happened okay they have not been able to explain like they've analyzed over 300 reported victims of it Mm -hmm. um and they were not able to determine like if the animals like like some were done completely bled dry other Mm -hmm. times they were not it was very very weird I had a thought before that. I was wondering, like, how they realized all the blood from their bodies was gone. Like, were they just, like, deflated? Or, like, are their gums all white instead of pink because there's no blood in them? Like, how did they mm-hmm. first find out there was no blood in the bodies? You know what I mean? Yeah. Were they just, like, very skinny? I don't know how that works. Yeah, it, it's, it's very weird. Because, like, they've gotten a few animals there where, like, they've been, like, the blood was not sucked completely dry. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other times where they, like, had animals where it's like almost completely like 
gone. I just want to know, like, how you can physically tell that. Or do they have to do tests on all these animals? You mm. know what I mean? Like, how do you look at something? I think it's, something? like, just testing them, yeah, and, like, okay. seeing, like, what's going on and, like, uh, honestly, yeah. open it up, see what's going on in there. I was gonna say, like, we should look it up, but I don't want that on your search history. Like, that would look like <laughs> something a serial, like, oh, when animals are, like, sucked of all their blood, what do they look like? Like, you should look that yeah. up. Don't look that up. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, a lot, there's, like, a lot of debate. I think, like, we've talked about this before, like, whenever we do a cryptid case, all scientists are like, (laughs) this is so dumb, you guys suck, and people are like, no, I saw this thing. So a lot of, like, scientists (laughs) think that, um, in a lot of this stuff is that, like, this is the work of dogs or coyotes and, like, all this stuff, and then all the people... Like, a lot of people who have been, uh, like, seeing them, like, basically, like, nope, you're wrong. Like, there's there's no possible way. Like, I know yeah. my... Because you have to think, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people who have livestock are farmers who have done it for multiple years. And they would be very time. familiar with animals at that point. They would like, know what a coyote attack looks like. Yeah. If they saw a new animal in the way that it was attacking their animals, it's kind yeah. of like... You would know. And also, they'd be very familiar with what kind of animals reside in the area they're living. Mm-hmm. Like, they would know exactly what's going on if it was different than what they usually experience. So, take that, yeah. scientists. Exactly. So, it's just, it's very, very weird how um they kind of, like, jump to those, like, conclusions. Because you see yeah. it in horror movies, too, when there's, like, a creature eating livestock. I can't mm-hmm. think of one off the top of my head. But yeah. you just, you know that vision where the farm animal... Like the farm animal comes out like they're the farmer. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's farmer. a sheep. Sean the sheep's it's, it's, a farmer. It's actually the barnyard movie. Back to the barnyard. <laughs> oh, oh my god! What if that became a horror movie? It's Sean this. the sheep and no, make it dark. No, the barnyard oh. movie. <laughs> but it becomes like a, a slasher film. Oh, where they get their blood. Back, dead at the barnyard. Dead at That's the barnyard. That's what it's called. What's the main guy's name? Main cow. What's his name? Mr. Moomoo. Do you remember that movie at all? Or the show? Do you ever watch it? Yes, yes, I did. I watched the show too. Why can I not think of his name right now? But he's still <laughs> kicking. He lived through the ordeal. Um, but yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yes, yeah, so that's pretty much um there. The last thing I was gonna say too is yeah. that uh, with the appearance of a chupacabra, this is mm-hmm. the last thing that's important to note about him. Okay. There's people who have claimed that he's built like a kangaroo. <laughs> Ew. Like, so tall. Bill. Have you ever seen a buff kangaroo? I feel like I've shown you. I'm just before. thinking of kangaroo Jack. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Let me show you. I don't know. I'm afraid to Google search of the day. Buff kangaroo. I'm concerned to see that actually. This is real. Look at this. That's gonna gross me out. This kangaroo is jack. Ew! Please that cannot be real. Kangaroo, everybody. It makes me want to throw up. Ew, Logan. Ima- imagine that's eating your livestock. What are you gonna do? That thing that would that thing, thing would beat that you. That thing's gonna beat me up. That, that thing's gonna beat you, you up on the can lunch you court. Put that on our Instagram Recording. story with no content. Well maybe just say like <laughs> and this is a hint for our next episode and people are gonna like, be like, hint what? for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what the next episode is according to this picture. Oh my god. That is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. I think that'd be more scary than a chupacabra. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Oh my god. Why is he buff? Where is he working out, Logan? He's going. He's going at it. <laughs> Ew, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> what were we saying? Oh, it looks like that. Yeah, basically. Ew. I just feel like it's worth mentioning. Oh. Okay. 
So the last thing we're going to talk about inside of like the main breakdown of the Chupacabra Mm -hmm. is related legends to it. So there's a few places that have similar stories um, because this goes back to characteristic features too. So there is a cryptid. um, I'm just mentioning these because like they're so small. There's no way we could do a whole case on them. We would, it would be like a mini mystery, but I want to round them off now. Okay. So there is the Ozark Howler. Uh, which comes from Arkansas folklore. Mm. Arkansas. 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 Uh, the Howler is a legendary creature that's said to dwell in the Ozarks. According to tradition, the creature is a bear-like in shape with a gray-colored shaggy coat. Mm. In December of 2015, the Arkansas television station 4029 News reported that it had received photographs purported to be images of the creature from a viewer. The station contacted the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, who responded that they had heard of no claims of sightings of the creature and said that they may have been a hoax. Um, However, call records to the um, Arkansas Game and Fish Commission during the fall of 2014 include a reported sighting of an animal in Benton County. So they lied. They lied. They lied, like, saying that, like, a year later that they have never had a report of something similar to that bear don't trust nothing um i don't trust anything right what the heck don't trust the the fish commission i guess they're a bunch of liars honestly i don't think i've ever heard of that one the ozark what was the other part of it what was the creature called ozark the ozark howler ozark howler i have never heard of that nor have i ever seen an image of that but that sounds Mm. scary but yeah, they, they believe that's like a similar like type of urge, urban legend that's been talked about before. Okay. Um, this one is called, let's see here. Okay. So I could be pronouncing this wrong. I should have looked into it before. <laughs> but this one is called the, uh, the Puchin. The Puchin. The Puchin. Puchin. Uh, the Puchin is a creature from the um, Chile Mythology. Puchin. Creature, a creature from the from the mythology of Chile, mm. pertaining to the southern side of Chile, a much feared shape shifting creature that can instantly change into an animal form. So, like a skinwalker. Like a skinwalker. Oh, hey. Um, according to legend, it takes the hearts of its victims without leaving any marks on the body. Oh, that's um, very similar. Ew. Mm-hmm. It has often been described as a gigantic flying snake. Great. Which produced strange whistling sounds while oh. it gaze while its gaze could paralyze an intended victim and permit it to suck its blood. It has often been reported as the cause of blood being sucked by your sheep. Uh, the creature, um, yeah. I'm sorry. So. I'm just. I'm in shock. All everything you said was <laughs> yeah. not anything I've expected. So maybe I should like rewind. So uh. <laughs> it's a flying snake. Yeah, right off the bat. Uh huh. Does it have wings, or is it just a snake that can fly? Like, can it levitate? Does it have wings? I feel like I'm just imagining the most dramatic, like, snake (laughs) flying through the air, and it whistles. (laughs) That just sounds like a weird toy in the sky. Mm -hmm. Ew. Well, you'd probably not know what that was. You'd probably think it was a balloon. Like, if you saw that thing at night, oh, it's a balloon. You saw a snake in the sky? (laughs) I didn't see a snake in the sky. I'm saying if I did see a snake in the sky. No, but if I saw a snake in the sky, I would not be well during broad daylight yeah imagine seeing like a black snake in the sky oh my whistling. god you see like the basculus from harry potter that's what i was like, thinking the giant Dude, snake i would if oh i'm gosh. so glad snakes can't fly 
But this thing? <laughs> if snakes could fly, it'd be over. They used to be able to walk according to Christianity. Don't say that. That's, ter- that's even more terrifying to With me. the legs. No, I used to be so scared of snakes. I'm like kind of okay now. But I had to hold one at a camp before. I used to be so terrified of snakes. Yeah. The most scared of my entire life. I'm like, life. they're actually going to kill me. And then, this is a, I, this is either a life lesson not to volunteer or a lesson to volunteer. You need to experience So depending stuff. on how you react However to you this. want to take it. <laughs> Basically, I was at the summer camp one time, and there was, like, some guy that came in for this camp. And, like, I didn't really know what he had. He had a bunch of, like, cages mm-hmm. and stuff, but we couldn't see inside of them, right? So this guy wanted someone to volunteer, and me being the little, like, peppy gal I was, I was like, I'm like, oh, pick me, pick me, I volunteer. And then I got up to the front, and the guy was like, do you know what you're volunteering for? And I was like, no. (laughs) And he's like, okay, well, you've already volunteered. Like, you can't turn back now. (laughs) This man grabs the biggest snake (gasps) and puts it in my hand at, like, age eight. You're joking. I'll I'll show you a picture. I have a picture of it. This guy, his name is Doug. Doug the snake guy. I still have a picture of me holding the snake that I volunteered I need to, to hold. See it. I ha- I'll show it to you. Post after the on show. Instagram. I will when we post this. Don't let me forget. I'll post it on our uh, story. But this guy casually had me hold a snake, and I'm like little. I'm panicking, <laughs> holding the snake. You're like crying. How old are you here? I was probably like eight. Eight, eight years old. But like that's a that's a time when you're like, if I catch oh, a snake, I'll throw he up. He probably thought that was the funniest thing he yeah. saw that year. Like that was probably the funniest moment but to can him. Can you imagine me? I get so excited. I was like, ooh, pick me, I volunteer. Because like, everyone please. else is like, no, not me. Like they're trying to act cool by not. Like, uh, so take that however you want it. You can either experience life by volunteering, or you can be traumatized by volunteering. <laughs> you choose. But there you go. But now I'm kind of okay with snakes as long as they're not venomous. But like I'm not going to pick mm. it up casually. Mm-mm. If someone handed me a nice snake, I'd be like, okay, at a distance. Well, I think what's terrifying about this one is that, it like, flies. the idea that it just, like, flies and it could, like, swoop, like, it could swoop yeah. into our podcast studio right now. Yeah, and it whistles. And it's just, like, it could, like, take our hearts from us and Ugh. suck our blood dry. Also, remind me, is this the one that also shapeshifts, or is that the one before this one? It, yes, it can also shape. So, like, a shape-shifting flying, like, flying snake, snake that can drink blood. That drinks blood and whistles. And r- rips your heart out. I feel like this is also so <laughs> dramatic and, like, stupid and, com- like, comedic. But I'm also imagining, do you remember in music class, well, never mind, you were homeschooled. But you probably still had this experience. Wow, are you, wow. Well, I was gonna make, to a, make a reference to, like, elementary school, but you probably use them when you're older. Like, those um, little tube things you spin around and they're, they whistle. Those long tubes. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what that is. It's because from, like, elementary music class. But I'll show you after so you can make the reference. But I'm imagining a snake doing that. Like Like a... Yeah. Oh, that thing. The little whistly thing. It's like a long tube with, like, little ridges. It's really long and bendy. I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it a little I'll better show, I'll show you after. But it's probably an entire wimpy I'm imagining with the so snake, but it's a snake. And it's in the sky doing that. It's going to just make sound effects. It's like... Yeah, hey. but it's whistling. I can't do this. I, oh, I can open the Chamber of Secrets. I know what he says. He goes, Hush, When Harry's speaking to the basilisk. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> All your Harry Potter stands out there. Um, <laughs> you were but, saying... <laughs> But no, yeah, uh, I just think this story is just so wild and one of the most fun mythological creatures, but <laughs> also, that. point of knowing, it comes from Chile, which is like the furthest down, they said that they have reported chupacabras, and they have attested to this maybe being what they saw, but if I, oh, I feel no. like if I had to fight either um, this thing, the, yeah. the snake creature, or the chupacabra, I would like. Which would you choose? 
Oh, Chupacabra. To hands fight? down. Yeah. I couldn't take on a giant snake that could just rip my heart out. Could I have a chance with a Chupacabra. You got a giant reptilian looking dog thing. I could probably do it. I mean, he's like a kangaroo size. I, could, I, would, I would have more of a fight than with mm. a snake. I'm just saying. Why don't you just get a big pair of scissors and just... The snake? Yeah. Just cut him in half. <laughs> what if he multiplies? What if he becomes oh, two snakes? Don't say that. Don't say he that. He could become two snakes. Can you imagine? He like, could multiply. You get the keys to a... Not the key. You get the scissors to a city <laughs> to cut the rope, and you just cut the snake and instead. And he multiplies. <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I really... I created an issue here. It's just a bunch of air snakes. Cut, 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 cut. But they're, do they grow after no. they're cut? No. What's the situation there? What did that happen when you got your hair cut? Like, you cut your hair Ew. and it multiplies. And what do you think? Is it, who's that Aphrodite with a snake hair? Am I stupid? You know this That's stuff. Medusa. Medusa. I don't see. I knew I wouldn't know. What's well, Medusa mythology, I think? If you cut off one of her snake heads, they, they just grow, grow back. back. Uh, just like Cerberus, I think. That, Cerberus grows more heads if you see? kill them, I think. But that makes sense. See, I was onto something. Just, mm-hmm. That's why you can't that. kill Cerberus on his head. You gotta... What are you stabbing? I think the heart. Go for the heart. Man, just like a vampire. Just like a chupacabra. Just like <gasps> a that vampire. Ha- is that how you kill a chupacabra? <laughs> a stake to the heart. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, those are some uh, um, adjacent legends of the chupacabra. It's chaotic and I love it. But now we're going to get into one of the most fun articles that I looked at here. Yay. Um, so this is the abominable chupacabra. Ooh. And this comes from a New York Times article, actually. Oh, that's very official then. Yeah, very This thing's official. basically real is what you're telling me. Yeah, basically. If it comes from the New York Times, it's real. It's gotta be real. <laughs> um, so the Himalayas have their Yeti. Britain has mm-hmm. its crop circles. New Jersey has its legendary Jersey Devil. And Puerto Rico has the chupacabra. This goat sucker has been credited with strange attacks on goats, sheep, rabbits, horses, and chickens since the mid-1970s. Um, and the attacks happen mostly at night, leaving the animals devoid of blood. So the first references to these attacks were in the 1970s. The biggest surge of reports date to the mid-1990s. Um, let's see here. Uh, sightings offer wildly differing versions of the chupacabra. It has gray, scraggly hair and resembles a kangaroo or wolf, Great. or walks upright on three-toed feet. You not three toes. <laughs> Some swear it hops from tree to tree branch Ew. and even flies, leaving behind in the tradition of old Lucifer the um, stench of sulfur. Oh. So a lot of people think it's like a demonic thing, too. I'm learning so much. I feel like my only understanding of the chupacabra before this was I thought it was like some like little hairy looking thing. Like, I didn't realize it was all big and stuff. Mm-hmm. And jumping from trees? Yeah, Absolutely right? not. It's so scary. Um, it peers through large ovals, sometimes red eyes, and smells like a wet dog, as it's a reptilian tongue flicks into the night air. Ooh. It has, according to some, attacked humans, ripped through screen windows, and jumped family dogs at picnics. Not family dog. People are at a picnic seeing this. <laughs> You're telling me I'm at a the family picnic? in just broad daylight just hanging out. Attacking my dog? I would lose it. <laughs> what? Um. So yeah. Oh no. I can't imagine. So anthropologists note that legends of blood-sucking creatures uh, permit history from the werewolves of France to the vampires of Eastern Europe. Mm. Even the ancient Mayans included a vampire deity in their Parthenon. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's I cool. didn't know that either. That's very interesting. So it sounds like it dates back like quite a while too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, according to a 1995 article in the San Juan Star, island lore abounds uh, with monsters uh, predating the Chupacabra. Um, the Kamagolo was a version of Bigfoot, but smaller in a vegetarian. It's like a nice Chupacabra. <laughs> there you go. Guy. Um, it was particularly sweet on uh, Kagolo, a baby plantain that springs up near its parent plant. In the early 1970s, the Mocha vampire also attacked small animals, but opinion differs on whether it was an alien, animal, or really a vampire. Um, which, this this goes into some more stuff with some swamp creatures. Uh, Ooh, but this fun. is the Gara Diablo uh, that emerged from the ooze at night and wrecked havoc on the population. Also struck fear in the 1970s. The sea mm. demon was described as having the face of a bat, the skin of a shark, and a human-like body. That's horrifying. I gotta say, out of all the cryptids we've talked about, this is like the most uh, interesting. Ooh, the most interesting, the grossest, and also one of the more frightening. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. A face of a bat. Yeah. And shark skin. Shark skin. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's like yep. sandpaper. It's a sea demon. That's mm. great. Going like swimming through the ocean you see that thing run by you no thanks some people are scared of sharks i'm scared of this thing <laughs> absolutely not oh my god Ugh. so yeah um so zoologists have to uh looking yeah so yeah this is like the last part of like the talking of the um different types of chupacabras so okay. What to make of a chupacabra? Above the clamor of the fringe elements, one hears the more skeptical voice of reason. Zoologists have suggested that the alleged condition of some chupacabra victims may actually be the result of exaggerated retellings of works of less mysterious animals, hmm. uh, such as tropical species, a bat known to feed on the blood of small animals. Um, even some bird species are known to uh, eat warm-blooded animals as well. Uh, skeletal remains of an alleged cubacabra have also been found in Chile, were determined to be those of a wild dog. This, however, doesn't explain the sightings of the hairy, ravenous beast. Then again, there's never been an accounting for the Loch Ness Monster either. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just live way longer than anything else. Yeah. So there's a few things I <laughs> that are just very interesting, just like all the different side species that come from yeah. cubacabra. It's just very strange. It's also like there has to be more than one kind, considering mm -hmm. all these different people are seeing like something of the same thing. No, exactly. Like there's different subspecies of it, it seems like. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's very strange. Um, I don't want to so... see it. <laughs> okay, so there is a couple more things. So, alright, so these are now going to go over to a couple of the sightings that we were talking about from before. So this is from the Texas Observer, and this is when, uh, this is about chupacabras that have been found in Texas. Okay. All right. So the first time Phyllis uh, Canyon saw the chupacabra, it was slipping through the pastures on her South Central Texas ranch in broad daylight. Not broad daylight. <laughs> it was June of 2007. What a year. What a great year. What a year for television. What a great year. I think that's when What's New Scooby-Doo was out. I think so. Wow. Wow. She was probably like, that's from the Scooby-Doo episode. I remember you. You were on that episode of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Can I have your autograph? <laughs> um, so the doctor, she was also a doctor and a hunter, and she had just hey. returned from Africa. 
She'd seen some odd things there, but nothing like this. A hairless canine figure with blue-gray flesh and bony limbs. Ew. Soon after, she and her husband found one of their chickens with its throat torn open, apparently drained of blood. Oh. Over the next few days, the mystery predator struck again, leaving what appeared to be in, um an extinguished chicken across the ranch. Ooh. So just like a mount of chickens just like everywhere with no blood inside of them. That's a mess. Wild. Ew. That's like a setup for a horror movie that right there. Is. Also, if I saw that, I'd be like, well, guess I'm moving. <laughs> well, I guess we're giving up our ranch. I can see where like the alien idea would come from with this. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and I feel like it's reminding me of my only understanding of Nope that I have not seen yet. But like the uh, like commercials. The- yeah, no, that's definitely in the movie. Just, like, small ideas, like, coming into fruition. You're kind of mm-hmm. like, Ugh, I don't like, like this very much. That vibe. Um, so, yeah. So, um, w- this actually goes back to Note 2, actually. This is a slight spoiler, too. I'm okay. so sorry. Um, but she had also set up cameras hoping to catch it in the act. Mm. Um, when that failed, she asked her neighbors to let her know if they saw, captured, or killed it. Can you imagine oh. going to your neighbors and just being like, hey... Oh, this thing's been eating our chickens. Did you happen to get it or see it see or kill it? it? Can you please Please tell it? me you killed it. <laughs> Where's it at? Can I see it? Can I see it? Like, where is it? I just need to know. I'm feeling so crazy right now. Can you imagine seeing something like that up close? Like, if it was dead and you had the dead body of something like that? Like a chupacabra? I wouldn't know yeah. if you. I'd be like, get out of here. Well, because mm-hmm. she said it was like a blue-gray, like, skin. Mm-hmm horrifying yeah me, ew. so funny enough in mid-july a neighboring rancher called to say that one of the creatures had been hit by a car near his <gasps> property no um as she stood puzzling over the scrawny body they got another call about another strange carcass this one closer to their ranch house mm. she sped back in her car and there it was thin hairless and bizarre that's weird. Um, she loaded it into her tractor and took it back to the ranch to photograph it. That brush with um, a celebrity had changed her life. Mm. We've done documentaries on National Geographic, History Channel, Discovery, Animal Planet. We've done about 13 shows overseas. We've done about 60 documentaries in the States, she said. Everybody wants to know more about the Chupacabra. Ooh, what's her name? Phyllis? Is that what her name was? Yes, it I'm gonna, is like, Phyllis Canyon. I'm going to look for one of her documentaries, actually. That seems yeah. cool. Um, so this is the photo of what she found there. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm turning this over. Ew. That is weird, that right? Looks, it does look like a dog. It, it is dog-like, but why is it so, like, why does the skin look like that? Why, do, like... That grosses me out, It actually. just, it looks like, honestly, like, the United States version of a chupacabra. Yeah. Like, at least that idea. It is very, very crazy. Um, That's the chup- not good. <laughs> the chupacabra is among the most popular of the mystery beasts. An integral part of Texas folklore is... Just <laughs> <laughs> me hitting stuff, don't mind me. You're just scared because I'm talking about <laughs> Texan chupacabras. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and a semi-regular guest star in sensational cable documentaries and has been in numerous local news reports. Um... For 10 years, Legends of the Bloodsucking Monster have been a staple of rural life throughout Texas and throughout the central part of the state. Um, Fueled by the succession of alleged carcasses, sightings, and tall tales that have been found in finding these things. Um, Texas is known to be a chupacabra factory, one of the most uh, states associated with the said vampire. Which I think I talked about in the beginning, that Texas is like 
one of the breeding grounds for a lot of Let's go. Stuff. Let's go on a little trip. Let's go to Texas to find the chupacabra. Yeehaw! Oh my god, part two episode. Part two, two-parter. Two-parter, yeehaw. Round two. You can't stop us. <laughs> Can you imagine us in Texas? Um, we get kicked out so easily. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeehaw. It's so, um... Yeah, so most cryptids, mystery animals of folklore do not leave much in the way of physical evidence surfacing instead in blurred photographs or ambiguous tracks. So a lot of people who've said they've seen a chupacabra only have footprints or like maybe a photo that's like kind of blurry. Um, but the Texas chupacabras have a way of leaving behind bodies or perhaps bodies in Texas have a way of becoming chupacabras. I hate that idea. <laughs> Um, in 2004, 2007, and 2009, several chupacabra carcasses popped up in the central part of the state, many with warty skin and, pro, uh, like, hussy teeth, basically. Um, all of them, including uh, Phyllis, have been subjected to DNA testing, and the, revol- and the results have always remained the same. They believe that it's a mangy, sickly coyote, or a dog. But again, going back to like that kind of idea, why is this dog so ravenous? Where does this stuff come from, and how is it sucking out the blood of it? That's so even weird. though it's dog-like, it's still in the sense a chupacabra, which I find that so yeah. interesting because this is like in a weird way based in true crime in mm-hmm. some result because things are dying. But yeah, I don't know. I was also making me think like this could also be something similar to like a werewolf that. Or, like, a vampire. Like, if this creature would bite a human, do you think a human, when they die, would turn into a chupacabra? I think that could be a thing. I mean, it's very possible. Like, if it's vampire-like already, like, yeah. and vampires are known to turn, like, I could absolutely see that being the result. What if? Or if it bites a certain creature, it just turns into it. Yeah, That's no. weird to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's... Exactly. Um... It, so that's really, like, a lot of um, that talking point. I think it's just so interesting. I didn't know that, like, Texas had chupacabras, mm-hmm. and that's how they refer to them. Like, even if they are wild coyote dogs, yeah. Texans call them chupacabras. Like, that idea of, like, yeah, chupacabra, mm-hmm. like, got into my livestock the other day. Like, that's a casual conversation. That's, that's like the Mothman flew into my house the other night. Chill. Yeah, right? It's so yeah. chill. Yeah, like, just what? super chill, like, uh... Like, that's not a chill combo. Yeah. I wish we, I really wish we had a Pittsburgh cryptid. We gotta make one. I know. We should make one. That'd be fun. And it could be our mascot. Oh my (gasps) gosh. We'll think of something. We should actually look to see if there are any, like, creepy Pittsburgh cryptids. Yeah, there has to be something. I feel like the closest thing to Pennsylvania would be the Mothman, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's West Virginia, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. It has to be the closest. Mm Mm-hmm. I want a cryptid. A pet cryptid. Oh my god, that'd be so cute, actually. Oh, I, I just realized I picked the perfect day to wear my cryptid shirt. Oh my god, you do. The Aww. shirt I got you. Yeah, Logan Everyone got me just, a cute little cryptid shirt. Why don't you read it uh, for the, everyone uh, listening? It's upside down, but it says, Be the cryptid you wish to see in the woods. And that's us. We're the cryptids we, we want to cryptids. see in the woods. I wish they had a chupacabra, but it's It's very cute, though. Love. All right. So I got one last thing for us to cover if that Ooh, is okay with you. That's perfectly great with me. This one this one's fancy. I I pulled for someone who thought he was very underprepared for this case, yeah. I pulled out all the stops, all the You tricks. have been pulling all the stops. This one, this article comes from National Geographic. Okay. I had to sign up for a subscription to oh, get it. Oh, the worst. Cuz they only give you 3. That's before disrespectful. Before you have to pay. 
anyone was wondering, I had to pay 33 cents for this article. I thought you were going to say $33. Can <laughs> like, you Logan. imagine? That we probably, don't even make that much from a single Yeah, episode. I'm like, $33? I'm glad it's only 33 cents. Oh Breaking the bank over here. <laughs> so this one is called a Chupacabra Science. How Evolution Made a Mythical Creature. Ooh. So, tales of a mysterious monster that sucks the blood of livestock have exploded throughout all of Mexico, the U.S. Southwest, and even China since the mid-1990s. Mm. Um, flesh and blood chupacabras have allegedly been found recently, especially since in the month of June. Um, in almost all these cases, the monsters have turned out to be coyotes suffering from a very severe case of mange, a painful, potentially fatal skin disease that we had talked about earlier that can cause the animal's hair to fall out and skin to seem to shrivel mm-hmm. and have those cravings we talked Ugh. about. Um, for some scientists, the explanations for supposed chupacabras is sufficient. And this is quoted by Barry O'Connor, University of Michigan um, entomologist who had studied um, chupacabras and parasites. Um, I don't think we need to look any further or to think that there's yet some other explanation for these observations. Mm-hmm. Um, likewise, wildlife disease specialist Kevin Keel has seen images of alleged chupacabra corpses and clearly recognized it as a coyote, but he, could, he said he can imagine how others might not see it that way. He goes, it still really looks like a coyote, just a really sorry excuse for a coyote. That's mean, just a stupid little coyote. Yeah, but again, this goes back to the idea that there's literally scientists who are like, yeah, it looks like a coyote to me. I've studied animals for a really long time. That looks like a coyote. But even the scientists are being like... Yeah, like barely. Yeah, yeah. they look weird. Yeah. This is weird looking. That's a whack looking coyote. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I wouldn't think it's a chupacabra if I saw it in the woods, but then I've been looking at coyotes and foxes with mange for quite a while. A layperson, however, might be confused as to its identity, which mm. I think is a fair, like, kind of place to be at, like, how a yeah. modern person may think that. But again, going back on the more supernatural side, yeah. if a farmer sees this thing and knows what livestock looks like... yeah. They've seen it way more, I'm sure. They're probably just as expertise in it. Also, as that the it's scientists. seen in other, like, in other ways. Like, it's not just seen as, like, this coyote looking thing. Like, it's been seen as, like, a buff kangaroo and a little mm-hmm. aqua. Yeah, so they believe that um, a lot of these coyotes who became chupacabras uh, mm-hmm. speculate that it might be mites. And this oh. is where it's weird. They believe that it's mites that were originally in humans, like, uh. mites that humans had. They gave to domesticated dogs. Then the domesticated dogs gave it to coyotes, then foxes, then wolves in the wild. So this is Ew. almost like kind of a zombie-like in the sense too that, that like this mites and these manges causes this ravenous like skin disease and just like all these things. It's very like Ew. strange to think like there's a scientific explanation for the craving of like this Blood. vampiristic like blood-sucking That's a craving. good point, because I feel like if they had mites or something, or, like, some sort of parasite, mm-hmm. parasites would want to suck blood and, like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they'd become big ticks. Yeah, exactly. Sucking the blood of creatures. Um, yeah, because O'Connor says, too, he says primates are the original hosts for the mites. Mm-hmm. Our evolutionary history with mites help us to keep uh, scabies in check so that it doesn't get out of hand like it does when it gets into other animals. Mm -hmm. So because of the science we have as humans, we're able to keep that volume down. But with animals, it's a little 
harder because there's such like a high population. Especially like wild wild animals. Like how are you gonna be controlling that? Mm. You know. Oh. And this is where it gets weird too. These scientists have also said um, that mites have been evolving. Um, this mm. uh, University of Georgia's uh, Kevin Keel says the parasite has had time to optimize its attack on humans as not to kill us, which would eliminate our usefulness to mites, he said. Mm. And non-human animals, um, Sarcopitus, uh, hasn't figured out that balance yet. In coyotes, for example, the reaction can be so severe that it causes hair to fall out and blood vessels to constrict, adding general uh, fatigue and even exhaustion. Oh. I think this is why I love about this case. It's just the idea that like there's like scientists have proof of it, but it still feels like such a weird phenomenon. Yeah. Like it's still like, very cryptidy and like, it's interesting to see like a very yeah. like scientifically researched yeah. cryptid. That's like proven to be something mm. out there. But we still don't have a full explanation for like the alien like creature. This is yeah, just the United the States coyote one. It's just weird that, that there's so many different kinds. Like, that's what makes it, like, a weird... Mm-hmm. It's like, what is that? Mm-hmm. It's like Bigfoot if we're everywhere in, like, different looks. Yeah. Ooh. So this is the last part of this. This is okay. called The Evolution of a Legend. Ooh. So, Lorraine Coleman, director of the International Cryptozoology Museum. I love these cryptozoologists. <laughs> I know. I want... they're, we need to make them our best friends. I want to become a... Like a cryptozoologist is a career. Can we do it? Let's do it. After it this, we'll start studying. Yeah, it's never too late. It's never too it's late. It's never to too late for a dream career. I'm going to look into, on Indeed, I typed in cryptozoologist. <laughs> jobs on um, jobs. But this place is actually in Portland, Maine. We should go. We should, I want to go to Maine. Go to the crypto like, Museum. Well, Benjamin, I've been wanting to go to Maine, so like... <gasps> take me with you, take me with you. If you go to the yeah. Cryptozoology Museum without me, You'll I'd be me. so mad. Yeah, You'll I'd actually... kill you like a chupacabra. Like, like, I, I'd I, suck I, your, I would suck your blood dry. Yeah, so don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, <laughs> I will. Um, uh, so Lauren Coleman agreed that many chupacabra sightings, especially the more recent ones, could be explained as a way of appearance by mangy coyotes, dogs, and coyote-dog hybrids, or mm. otherwise known as koi dogs. Koi dogs. I just love cryptozoologists. They gotta come up with something so fun, like, it's, so it's a koi dog. It's a little koi dog. So um, cute. T- Coleman says, it's certainly a very good explanation. Yeah. And this is where she gags everyone. She goes, yeah. but it doesn't mean explains the whole legend. Hey, what's up, queen? Get her. She That's said mystery our queen right files. There. She said, I support the mystery files She today. said, I actually support this um, show. She said, uh, for example, there was over um, 200 original chupacabra reports in Puerto Rico in 1995. In 1995, chupacabras was understood to be a bipedal creature that was three feet, about a meter tall, and covered in short gray hair with spikes out of its back, Coleman said. Mm. But as if in a game of telephone, the description of the chupacabra began to change in the late 1990s due to mistakes, mistranslations, and news reports, Um, he said. Mm. Oh! Oh, what? Lauren's what? a guy. I'm Aww, so sorry. That's okay. Lauren, I'm so sorry. You're still my best friend. Lauren Coleman. Lauren King. You're a king, and You're I'm sorry, king. but okay. I appreciate you. You can be whoever you want to be, Lauren. It's okay. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, by the 2000, the original Chupacabra had largely been replaced by the new canine ones, mm. which is what we've covered, kind of. It's just this idea of, like... Oh yeah, like this is like a coyote. Like there's there's no chupacabra, but it's like it's changed and been diluted. Yeah. Um, Coleman says it was actually a big mistake. 
because of the whole confusion with most of the media reporting chupacabras, now as dogs or coyotes with mange, you really don't even hear any good reports from Puerto Rico or Brazil anymore like mm. you did in the early days. Those reports have disappeared. Okay. And the reports of uh, canids with mage have increased. Mm. First, chupacabras, monkeys, or movie madness. So what explains the original chupacabra myth? One possibility, Coleman said, is that people Im- imagine things after watching or hearing about the alien horror film that we talked about before in the summer of 1995. I want to watch it. Yeah, this might be a fun one to watch just to yeah. see what people are talking about. See what the vibe is. Um, if you look at the date when the movie species opened in Puerto Rico, you will see that it overlaps with the first explosion of reports there. Then compare the images of uh, Natasha Henstridge's creature character, Syl, which is the one from before that the original girl Madeline okay. said that she found. And you will see the unmistakable spikes out the back and match those of the first images of the Chupacabra in 1995. Another theory is that the Puerto Rico creatures were an escaped troop of ravenous monkeys oh. on the island, which often stand up on their hind legs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Rugrats movie. <laughs> Coleman says there was a population of ravenous monkeys being used in blood experiments in Puerto Rico at the time, and that troop could have got the troop had could have gotten loose. Ew. Um, And he finishes off by saying it could be something that's simple or it could be something much, much more interesting. Because Mm -hmm. now that we know that there are new animals being discovered all the time. Hey. So that's kind of what they were talking about. So they were looking at the scientist side and Mm -hmm. then also, I really like that article a lot because it covers true crime and supernatural with a bit of cryptid. Yeah. Um, I like that he brought up the idea that um, there's this whole idea of like, well, yeah, there's not going to be chupacabra sightings anymore because if you say you saw a chupacabra now, everyone's going to deny you because mm-hmm. of all the science that happened in the just in the United States. Yeah. So that's why there's no reports about it anymore in like Puerto Rico mm-hmm. or in Chile. So yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's wild. So that's kind of like a wild overview of everything chupacabra. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I feel like I'm just very impressed that there's so many different sides of it. And also, like, mm-hmm. scientists have even looked into it. Like, it's so valid that yeah. scientists are have been looking into it. Yeah, which I think this is the most we've ever gotten from a scientist, like, with a cryptid case. Because even yeah. when we did the Loch Ness one, they were like, well, that's Photoshop. It's like, Photoshop. they've never, like, yeah. done full, like... Like, investigations on not, an actual cryptid creature. They're not completely denying it exists. They're saying, like, these weird creatures yeah. do exist. Well, the thing is, they do technically exist. They're, yeah. But they're also known as coyotes or dogs, too. Mm-hmm. At least in their version of the story. Yeah. Like, they're chupacabras in the sense that they're, like, a Texan chupacabra. I which just I think love is just so wild. They've been seen, like, all around the world. And I feel like I do believe that they have existed everywhere. And they are, like, a cryptid thing. But I feel like there could also be like other variations that are these like coyote mm-hmm. dog things that are still considered chupacabra yeah. but maybe they're like yeah. coyotes that were affected by chupacabra so they became a chupacabra like the vampire situation yeah. we were talking about i'd like about. to believe in both for sure yeah like i believe every i believe every single variation of this yeah. thing I, I love that. I gotta say, this is, like, one of the cooler, I think, cryptid yeah. cases we've covered, just because there's so much factual evidence, there's, and that's why I yeah. love this. It's factual, um, but there's still, like, this era, like, 
air of mystery. Yeah. And I don't know. It's so good. Also, I want to shout out that snake thing again, because that's going to mess me up. Shout for... out to Miss Snake. What was that's, her name? The, uh, the Puchin. That's going to mess me up for a while. The Puchin. They're both going to mess me up. for, And the buff kangaroo. A lot of that's going to give me kangaroo. nightmares. <laughs> So imagining this is a buff kangaroo, the chupacabra, yeah. is kind of horrifying. Well, you know? there's so many different variations. It's just so, like, fun. Yeah. Um, so good. I believe in it. Yeah. I feel like record. I've kind of made my thoughts known in this episode when yeah. I think about it. Um, but going off of that, like, logistically, mm-hmm. even the idea of the sill being, like, the chupacabra they saw in 1995, the alien-like yeah. creature from that iconic movie. Mm-hmm. I still think there was something eating the livestock, even if it was the coyote dogs that, like, had mange that kind of, like, evolved into a way more ravenous disease than what it used to be. Yeah. Um, cause going back to what I said, like, if it's nighttime out and you're just seeing a shadow, your brain's going to fill in spaces. Yeah. Like, that's why a lot of, like, children sometimes will say, like, you see ghosts or, like, how we make images in the clouds. Yeah. It is, like, our imaginations start to run. Like, they're filling in but, the blanks of what the, their brain's trying to put yeah. together. But it's still true crime in the sense of, like, it's still, like, happening. Like, mm-hmm. it's still a big phenomenon that has happened. As early as 2019, we had our last case talking about these chupacabras, yeah. like, killing livestock. It's just weird that it is so modern and, like, old at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's just so different, because, like, you could just say, yeah, these are just, like, creepy manged canines out there, whatever. Exactly. But it's just very strange, like, going back to the beginning of the case when it talks about, like, the specific punctures and, like, mm-hmm. the way, like, the blood the was The way that it out. had three in it, and yeah. they were all in, like, the same chest area. Like, it's just hard to say, Super yeah, weird. that's some coyote that has mange, or, like... Yeah. Because it's like, well, then how they do that? Yeah. If that's not something you'd see on a normal coyote, why would you see it on a coyote with skin issues? Yeah. You know? If I had to honestly pick a side in this mm-hmm. story, I think everyone's right. I, I think, think so everyone's too. story is truthful. Yeah. Even if that even if Madeline mm-hmm. made it up and saw the sill in that creature movie, mm-hmm. that's still her truth. It, that, that's still her truth. Madeline was speaking her truth, and yeah. all the people denying her, I'm about to deny so, you, you jerk. She still saw something. She apparently. did. So, like, and these farmers have seen it, and we've seen the coyote dogs, and Texans fully believe that they are, like, a phenomenon of an animal, that we have proof that they exist, mm-hmm. which is the most craziest part about this case. What if the coyote dogs were the first branch of the evolution of something turning into like a baby yeah like baby chupacabra one. and then as yeah. soon as it gets like older maybe it gets oh, more like suffering. it evolves yeah Ugh. that's or, even like, worse or that's the first evolution of it it's either like a baby version that's going to like turn into something or that's like the first evolution of this creature it has the, the craziest pokemon evolution yeah. it's like a coyote and then it's final form it's like a sea creature <laughs> with like spinal cords yeah. like out of the poking out of the back Ew. that's so wild i love to me. it kind of fun <laughs> But yeah, I believe this thing is real. I believe it's still out there, and I believe all the different variations. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, but I guess that the case of the Chupacabra will forever remain a, a mystery. mystery. Yeah. Heck that was yeah. A beautiful one. That was stunning. Are we singers, I think? <laughs> I think we are. We're going to become a, a, a musical podcast from now on. I'm yeah. We are a musical podcast. We basically are already. We are a musical, and I love it for us. <laughs> All right. This was episode eight, eight. of the Summer Tapes, and uh, we will uh, see uh. you 
next week for episode nine yes. of Tiffany's case. Come back, kids. We're getting to the ending stretch of the summer tapes. Yeah, and then we're getting to spooky season. Spooky season. It's already spooky up. season for me, but spooky season year round here. Year at round. The Files. Hey, hey, partay. But All right. Thank you for joining us, guys. We love you the most. Thanks for listening. Go check out our social media at the mystery files underscore on Instagram and check out our red bubble shop inside of our little Instagram bio. We've got all our stuff linked there. We love you. And until next time, stay creepy pals. Bye.